This is the story of three little girls who made it through the face of adversity. This is the story of a single mother whose life and love led her to raise her children to be independent and self-sufficient. This is our story. I'm LaToya Dixon, your host, and welcome to Passion Fueled Purpose. Successful, we're so extremely high. We had to be able to get into a good college to be able to get a good quality education in order to get a good job that paid a decent salary. Messing up or making a mistake could have grave consequences. It could literally change the trajectory of our lives for the worse. If we failed out of college, we'd be going back home to the projects and we'd have to get a job. We already knew the pay for jobs that didn't require a post-secondary education and we already knew what the quality of life was like. We didn't need to see it to believe it. We lived it. We lived our entire childhood knowing uh, what that kind of life would be like. And so knowing that our mistakes could alter essentially the quality of our entire adulthood made everything big or small enormous. It seemed that all of it mattered, and it mattered a lot. Well, with regards to pressure that I felt as a child or, you know, as a teenager growing up, the pressure to get out of poverty, I was... Honestly, looking back on it, I was like very naive regarding exactly the magnitude of what we were faced with in terms of escaping our current situation of living in poverty because, you know, we had just been raised from the beginning to work hard and um, put forth our best effort. It was kind of second nature in terms of the work that I knew that was required of us to do well. Um, I did, however, feel as though I had no room for error. There was no plan B. It was do everything right, exactly right, to get out of our current economic situation so I knew that I would have to do well study hard never make any mistakes in terms of being focused and staying on the right track because I knew that right behind me was the situation that I was trying to get out of so but I, I, I just always felt like as long as I tried hard and studied hard and stayed focused, that it was possible. Looking back on it, though, it's overwhelming to me to think about the magnitude of what we were actually trying to accomplish and how easily we could have been derailed from doing everything that we needed to do in order to escape. And many times it literally felt like we needed to escape poverty. It seemed like it was so difficult to chart a new path. I remember thinking of my mother trying to save money 
uh, by several houses while we were growing up in the projects and none of it ever seemed to work out. I often wondered if my mom also felt pressure around us growing up and be successful. When they was going, when my kids was growing up, people used to tell me, I had a cousin to tell me, I feel sorry for you, you got three girls. But I never felt pressure, you know, about anything about them when they were growing up, because I just, you know, I just went through everything stage by stage, and I didn't think about, you know, like when they was in elementary school, I didn't think about when they got to be teenagers, you know, they might get out of hand, I might Some of the pressure we felt growing up was alleviated by some of the most wonderful, powerful, and quality teachers who taught us. My sisters and I can probably all point to some specific teachers who made a difference, but in general, once we got to college, we recognized that there was definitely confirmation that we had received a quality public education and thereby had a greater degree of potential to be successful and graduate from college and be able to get a good job and earn a good living. I think if you ask each of us, we probably say we believe we got some of the best public education around. quality of the education that we received, the public education we received, it, it was life-changing because, you know, going to school, for me, was the great equalizer. When I was at school, I didn't feel like I was poor. I mean, in terms of, you know, like, you know, I knew, you know, in terms of, you know, the clothes that I had, the shoes that I had relative to my peers and, you know, the monogram book bags that they had, you know, I knew that, you know, they lived in a different socioeconomic class than I did. But once, when it came to the the actual subject matter and learning and being taught, it was the great equalizer for me. Like, it didn't matter that I lived in the projects when I was being taught chemistry or when I was being taught pre-algebra. Because, and I, I felt as if my teachers saw me just like they saw all of my peers who maybe didn't live in the project or lived in a much nicer neighborhood than I did. So education, the quality of education was huge. The fact that I had teachers that did not let my socioeconomic status define um, what I was capable of was huge because, you know, I, I didn't, 
as far as as far as school went, I knew that I needed to go to school and to do well. I didn't understand college prep classes. I didn't understand tracking. Um, I just felt like, hey, if I go to co- if I go to school, I make good grades. I learn. I do what I'm supposed to do. Then I'll be able to go to college and I'll be able to get a good job and have a better life. So. The fact that I had teachers that made sure that I was in the right college prep track, that I was um, taking the right classes to to get into college and to major in the the major that I wanted to major in was huge, you know, because we really didn't have the experience of what it took to go to college from personal experience with with being first generation college students so we relied very heavily on our teachers um to help give us that that type of guidance and so i had two teachers in in particular uh, my fifth grade teacher miss mud who uh was my first teacher at the second elementary school that we attended and you know she really it was life-changing in terms of how she treated me and how she uh challenged me and pushed me to do my best work and she made sure that that i was um up, 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 up to speed and caught up on all of the, you know, the the concepts and um, that I should have gotten in fourth grade, but I didn't. And you know, she she spent that extra time with me to get me caught up, and it didn't matter what bus I rode. She knew what I was capable of, and she poured into me to be able to to do well. And then in sixth grade. At that same school, I had Miss Love, who I remember, I remember like it was yesterday, towards the end of the school year, sixth grade, she called a group of us out in the hallway, and she pretty much told us that she was um, recommending us to go into the college prep track and to take pre-algebra and English techniques in seventh grade, and that it was advanced classes and how she felt like we were hard workers and that we were smart and that we could do it and and she wanted to let us know that um, that she had made that recommendation and and I remember just being so excited about that and you know being so excited about school and being um, you know just doing well academically so that I could my ultimate goal go to college and and um, graduate and get a good job. So, My mom believed without a doubt in education. It was very important to her that we did our best in school and she was very engaged with our teachers and with us. She made sure we did everything that we were supposed to do and in turn she did everything she was supposed to do in hopes that our teachers would always do everything they were supposed to do. I think mom would tell you that education for us was probably one of her most important priorities. I felt like um, it was very important that they got a good education. 
because I knew that was their way out, you know. We, we were living in poverty, you know. So I knew if, I, if they got an education, then they, you know, they could break the cycle. And um, I have to say they had some pretty good teachers along the way. Because um, the, 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 uh, the teachers, you know, I, I did my part. I feel like, you know, they, they, was, they did their part. They were concerned about, you know, them learning and... It was into, into them, you know, just like I was. And, and I know, you know, with both of us, me working with the teachers, teachers, and the teachers, you know, doing what they were supposed to do, you know, it would make things a lot easy, easier. And, it, you know, more likely, more than likely, everything would turn out good because everybody was doing what they were supposed to do. Anyone who knows me knows that my third grade teacher, Mrs. West, was a life-changing experience for me. She was um, an incredible educator who invested in me, not just for third grade, but really for an eternity. We still keep in touch to this day. For a long time, I wanted to be a lawyer, but as I went through the public education system, eventually I decided that I too wanted to be a teacher. I wanted to make a difference in the lives of children the way some of the same great teachers I had made a difference in my life. I can remember telling mama I wanted to be a teacher. She was all in for it, except for one thing. She wanted me to stay home and go to the local college, Winthrop University. But I, I wanted to follow the footsteps and the path that my sisters had made and so with that, I headed to Clemson. Well, my youngest daughter, Latoya, she told me she wanted to be a teacher. I felt, well, at first she said she wanted to be a lawyer, then she told me she wanted to be a teacher. When she was younger, she used to say she wanted to be a lawyer. But then as she got older, she said she wanted, when she got ready to go to college, she said she, right before she went to college, she said she wanted to teach. I felt fine with that. I, I, I just told her, you know, I said, uh, once we were good education schools, you would go to Winthrop. But she wanted to go to Clemson with her sister, so, you know, that was fine. And, um, you know, everything worked out. Sometimes people like to ask me or ask my sisters, you know, who was the most influential factor? Was it your mom or was it your teachers? They want us to choose one over the other. And I can't say enough that both were very important. It was their combined concern, their combined engagement, their combined commitment to us and belief in our intellectual capabilities and possibilities that helped chart a path for us that got us to where we are today. I think by mom working hard and instilling in us a spirit of never giving up and hard work and our teachers making sure we knew that they believed in us and in our abilities, we were 
really set up to have a successful public education experience. experience. If you ask my mom, she'd say she's proud of us, but she doesn't take any credit for it. She says she simply did what she was supposed to do. I'm eternally amazed by her humility, and I think there's so much we can all learn from her. I had a lady tell me one time, a friend of mine, she said, um, you three for three. All your kids did good, did well, very well. How do you feel? I, I told her, I, you know, I feel fine. <laughs> I feel like, you know, my hard work paid off, but, I, you know, it's about, I don't take no credit. You know, I did what I was supposed to do, but. And I feel like everybody do the best they know how to do. I did the best I knew how to do. And then with, with that and then the grace of God, everything worked out. Join us next time for Passion Field Purpose.